Welcome to another episode of the Into the Wilderness podcast. For those of you watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see that I'm doing this intro not from the studio, but from the top of a mountain. Reason being is that we are currently filming one of the episodes of our Into the Wilderness series, which you will be able to see premiere at the British Shooting Show in a week's time. That's really exciting. Daryl and I can't wait to be there and meet people who have uh, been listening to the podcast and people who haven't seen the show, let them see the show. This podcast, as all of them, is brought to you by the Scottish Association for Country Sports. You need to go and check out their Facebook page if you haven't already and you are a Facebook user because they have loads of information on there that covers all uh, really relevant and up-to-date issues concerning people who are involved in the countryside. And if you're not a Facebook user, then go over to their website. Um, just go and Google Scottish Association for Country Sports and their website will come up. There's loads of information uh, on there and it'll it's a really good way to keep up to date with all of the latest issues. Welcome to the Into the Wilderness podcast. Hello to all the people watching on YouTube and everyone else that's downloaded it on iTunes, Stitcher and uh, listening on SoundCloud. This is the interim show that we were meant to bring you between the the two parts of the, the live show, but we've just brought them slightly closer. And now, yeah, you so you've actually had uh, you've had you're going to have three weeks in a row of our yeah, podcast. Yeah, you are three three weeks in a row of the podcast. It's not going to be normal. We're going to go back to every two weeks after this, but the, there's been a there's a very good good reason for it. One, we didn't want uh, there was a lot of people who had seen the the live phone in show, so we didn't want that to drag out for too long. Uh, for those people who had already seen it, yeah, so you no. would have had a long period of time where you had nothing new to listen to if you watched the the live phone in at the time when it was live but on YouTube. Th- there's no harm in re-listening. It no. was quite a long show actually, so so some of you might have actually only listened or watched a part, part of it because it was it. very long. Uh, but thank you for everyone that has watched, and that was our first YouTube um, film that we did. Well, uh, live show. That yeah, we it was did. the first time you were able actually to see us. So on this YouTube. will in fact be the second, which we lied on the other ones because the oh because there's two yeah but that's only because it was split into two parts though. Yeah, it was. So this yeah. is technically the fir- this is technically the first the first live one. So hello to everyone watching on YouTube and for everyone that's uh, listening or download because our huge majority of our listeners come from iTunes. You can now see us on YouTube, but don't stop downloading on iTunes. Uh, carry on listening on iTunes, but you can see us talking away in the studio. And if there's anything, and you can see the guests as well. More importantly, you you can see the guests if we can if we can get them uh, working. But the guests they live all over the world, so we've got some very exciting guests coming up, and we are actually going to talk about them uh, very shortly. Should we talk about them now? Yeah, we can do. Well, just uh, just no, in case we... you're expecting a guest to come uh, on, no, this, this is going to be very short. This is going to be. 20 minutes, just uh, there's a few things that we want to make everybody yeah, aware of and a, f- a few points of discussion that we're, we're going to have. We're going to talk about various news things that have gone on um, over the last few weeks and then also the guests and things that are happening with us. Yeah, because very excitingly, uh, just to get you all revved up and make sure that you don't miss it, uh, the next podcast that comes out after this, which is going to be on the twelfth, uh, 11th and 12th of... February, February, which is the weekend of the British shooting show. It is indeed. Um, We're going to be there. We will be, so come and say hello. If you're there, come and say hello to us. We'll be probably on the Fortis and the Vortex. Vortex. Fortis and Vortex stands. That's where we'll be. But we also have uh, T-shirts on that have been uh, printed 
and <clears throat> supplied by Fortis. Yeah, so you 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 can't miss us because it's got, our, our you got a picture of our faces. You got a picture of our faces on the back of it, and it will have our show and our the the show sponsors on it as well. Really cool T-shirts, actually. But back to the guest, back which is guests. probably more yeah. more exciting than that. Uh, so that podcast that goes out the weekend of <laughs> the or the week of the the British shooting show is going to be none other than Josh James, the Kiwi Bushman. We got uh, Josh James coming on. How cool is that? So yeah, we we my I have to say my brother managed to organise this. He he messaged um, Josh and he uh, quite amazingly agreed to to come on to the the podcast, which was fantastic. And uh, he, he's someone that both of us are, have watched for quite a long time. Yeah. And he's yeah he's an incredible character. But we won't we won't tell you any more about no, it because we're it's going to be all in the next podcast if, when we talk about it. There. If you don't know who Josh is type in on youtube josh james kiwi bushman and he's got a really good channel so check it out it's got so many videos on it yeah. and also he's you can also, watch it ahead of time you see yeah, you can watch it ahead of time so you know what we're talking about and the kind of guy he is but also you may have seen him on the discovery channel because he has in fact his own discovery channel show which he goes out into the wild hunts meat with a british chef and they try and eat the best they can out in the wilderness. Really good show. Byron hasn't seen it yet, but I have. It's uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it looks good. I'm actually looking forward to catching up on that. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, that's the next guest uh, we've got. Can we can we say the up? guest after that? Should we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I we suppose will. we, we can. Let's, let's build it up. Let's build up. So that's that weekend, and two weeks after that, we have another amazing guest on in Michaela from Michaela Hunting who, if you don't know who that is, although you're probably one of the 150,000 people that already follow her on Facebook, if you are a Facebook user, uh, then check her out on Facebook by looking at Michaela Hunting. Or if you watch our friends at Field Sports Channel, she's done some films with them, uh, with Charlie. Um, Maybe since I've given Charlie a shout-out, he'll share this again. Yeah, I know. We've been giving Field Sports Channel quite a few shout-outs. So maybe, maybe they... So okay, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, check her out on Field Sports Channel, um, and also she's got her own YouTube uh, channel as well. So yeah, you, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think there's a huge no, amount of content I, on there. I think it? most of her content... she does a lot of proper TV actually. Yeah, she does, especially in her home country. And I think she, when we spoke to her, I think uh, Ita- uh, an Italian hunting yeah. program as well. I think she does more for other people. So if you, I think the best way to watch her is, is actually on Field Sports Channel. Yeah. Uh, so for, for if the you people search, in this country, yeah, if you search her name and then Field Sports Channel on YouTube, you'll find some of the videos she's done. In fact, she was, I think she did uh, some hunting with Paul Childley, who I also know. Um, and that's that's quite a good film. So you can check that one out. I think now, it was for Chinese Water Deer. <laughs> yeah. Now I've got a list of things that we're gonna just discuss over skim over some of them just topics that have been coming up me and byron are just going to talk about them daryl's going to have to read them because he wrote them he wrote, <laughs> wrote them down them. it's like a spider with ink on its legs it wrote across um, the, uh, walked if, across if, the page if, if i drop this uh, in egypt they would actually think they discovered a new scroll <laughs> so uh, so that's uh, that's why i'm going to read them out and then we'll we'll discuss the first thing i want to do i'm a big fan of this guy Massive fan. I love the movies he's uh, he's been in recently. It's because I'm a bit of a, a Marvel geek, and uh, not just that. He's been oh, in right. He's yeah, been okay. in. He's been in other things before that. Chris Pratt. That's who we're going to talk. He's and been the, the reason news. we're going to talk about Chris Pratt is very relevant to all the stuff that we we do in the podcast, which is he's decided that he is only going to eat meat he hunts this year. 
we're mean, not really going to go into much more uh, than that. <laughs> it's a, it's a really yeah. it's it's a very bold statement. I, I mean, hat off to it's him on... to make a statement like that is telling the world that hey guys, I hunt. Yeah. Now he uh, funny enough, I didn't see much criticism over that. No, I didn't. I didn't see. But Hel- helps he's in America though. It does help that he he's an American. It's on Fox News. If if you, any of you want to, if you really want to watch it, Fox News. No, but it's a, the news oh, article. A, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, the news article's on there. Uh, if, if you want to read the news article, I imagine just type in Chris Pratt eating meat or something. Like, or maybe you will actually just find him eating meat. I don't know. But the news article is about um, him hunting his food for the entire year. I don't know how that works if you go to a restaurant, if you just eat vegetables or something. I, I, I'm i not sure. But I mean, it's, it's pretty I, bold I, because, I, you know, we we always say that we we... we predominantly eat meat that we've hunted but it's not 100 percent. it's very difficult to avoid it is, it is and, very you know, difficult we still have you know we still eat chicken and uh we go uh, i don't eat out very often but you know occasionally you're eating out so i'm not eating 100 percent of, of meat that i've shot myself or, and, and and neither is my brother no. so to make that statement is is pretty bold but what we're going to do and we're not sure if we're going to actually have any luck in this, but we're going to see if we can get Chris Pat, on, uh, Chris Pratt on the podcast. We, we've had success. <coughs> we've had on, success on the, everyone. everyone that we've yeah. asked so far. So, so we'll, we'll try it and see uh, if we uh, can bring you somebody <laughs> as a big Holly, as Chris a Hollywood Pat. star, one of the, one of the highest grossing. Please don't be disappointed and stop listening to us if we, we don't can't get Chris, to get Pratt, Chris on. Pratt on because he's we'll actually try. very funny in interviews as well, yeah, from what is. I've seen. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he started off pretty much as a comedian on a, a co- comedy show. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, it was, he was pretty beefy, yeah. and then he lost a hell of a lot of weight for Guardians of the Galaxy. Did he? Yeah, he did. So you're saying he was fat? He was no, he wasn't fat. He was just like he's half the size he was years really? now. Oh, let's check that. Yeah, out. Yeah. I don't know much about him before Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah. is a great movie, by the way. But in other news, and it's very sad to say this, we 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 bring this in somber news. The Last Defender has been made. Which particularly hurts me as a, a Land Rover geek, I suppose. I have yeah. two. Parent, parent Hopefully two. three soon, but don't I, tell I'm, I'm still on my way to getting one. I'm happy with my X-Trail right now. See, I managed to bag myself a two th- 56 plate uh, 110 Defender, the very last of the TD5 engines that were made, which proper Land Rover owners would consider that to be really the last Land Rover, considering that it's a Ford Transit engine and all the other Land Rover's uh, Defenders made since then. But nonetheless, the four millionth Land Rover rolled off. Was it the four millionth? No. Yeah, something, a few months ago, the one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think if it was four it million. Had or the tw- plaque. Was it it had to be the millionth, surely. They've been going for 60 years. You, Google that while I'm talking about it. You can Google that. <coughs> okay, do you want me to Google yeah, it? Yeah, Google it while okay. I'm talking about it. So the the last Land Rover rolled off um, this week, literally yesterday. In fact, there was a picture of the guy, and I can't remember his name now, and he was, he, there was a picture of him in the factory, and he had bought the very last Land Rover. So that's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty sad day, really, because it's, uh, it's an icon of the countryside, and it's also an icon of, it's a British icon as well. Uh, and they've been around for such a long time, and there is something pretty magical about them that, I think if you're into that, if you're into Land Rovers and into Defenders, it's you know exactly uh, what I'm talking I've, about. I've got it here. It's the two millionth Land Rover. Oh, okay, sorry. And I, it was, was and it was sold for four hundred thousand pounds. Wow. The two millionth and had a. It's going a, to a museum though, isn't it? I I thought that I'm sure it's uh, been donated I, to a museum. 
what the guy bought it and then donated yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I might I might be wrong, but that, I'm sure the two very, million. Very very thoughtful of the guy. Who I might be wrong, is. but I'm but sure it that's had what a, I had a special plaque on it. So I'm googling while while we're doing this at the same time because this is a very unrelaxed uh, show that we're doing doing today. But yeah, uh, sorry, I've got something in my eye while I'm talking about this. <laughs> we're recording on YouTube now and everyone's just seeing us. That's going, why I'm rubbing we, my we eye. We don't know what we're doing, Googling and Byron's rubbing his eye. I don't know what See, this, like is why, this, is, this is why we, don't, <laughs> we, we never filmed it before. So it's going to be really interesting to see what Land Rover come up with. And I just hope that they don't go ahead and, and butcher what is an icon and create something that is just yeah. unusable because there's yeah, quite the, a few the concept cars certainly looked i don't know what they were thinking there's about. quite a few designs floating around and from my understanding is none of them are actually what they're going to go yeah, with yeah that, that's that's what I, I i'm sure i read well, a press release we, from land rover so. we we hope that's not the case yeah so hopefully we have something that is you know, i mean they have the, they have a chance now to build the next generation of defenders in a way that that works. Well, in the they have world. a chance of looking at every single part of it and going, "What worked? And what can we make better? What can we make better?" But like all car manufacturers, and I hate to say it, for some reason, sometimes they just lose their mind. Yeah, uh, we've seen it in the past. Like, but... like you know, you had a Hilux, an amazing Hilux. The Hilux is now still great, but they had the older ones is what everyone would want. Well, yeah, and I, I'm surprised. Well, the thing is that we don't get it here. But they they make rest of world spec stuff, yeah, stuff yeah, which is a bit different. True. But I did read, uh, and I don't know if this is true, but I did read a rumor that they're still going to carry on making the Land Rover Defender basically as it is right now, but they're going to move production to India and make it rest of world spec. Really? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I did from, read it maybe six from, months ago. From my understanding, it, it's really hard to get a Land Rover Defender into America. Yeah, because didn't they crush like twenty eight? They arrived in the port and they didn't have the correct <coughs> paperwork, and they don't adhere to any safety the safety regulations at all. Yeah, which is actually one of the reasons why they've had to stop making it as well, is because it's become too difficult to make uh, make it meet safety regulations because it's basically a brick. <laughs> it's <laughs> got the aerodynamics <laughs> of a brick, uh, so it doesn't meet uh, safety regulations for pedestrians. Uh, now, but yeah, so that that's sad, and we'll see what happens. Now, on other things, other things that have been happening in the last few weeks, Grey Squirrels, Byron. Yes, they have, Grey Squirrels. Well, on this Apart from being fat, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, if, uh, in, in Wales, and there was pictures online, because we've had such a mild winter, <laughs> the, the squirrels have been stocking up and stocking up and just eating and eating and eating, and now they're obese because they haven't had to hibernate yet and they've just so been they've just carried on carried piling on, piling on the pounds. So I'm hoping that there'll be actually a winter farm so they can they can so they can go lose some pounds. <laughs> lose some pounds. But I mean on a more serious note than that. So the, um, the grey squirrels have reached our breached the, breached the Highland protection zone which is in fact right here where yeah, we, where we are. Yeah, literally where we're sitting the line pretty much runs yeah. where this house is um all the way from east coast by Montrose over to the west coast and it's uh it's it's an imaginary line uh, basically that they wanted to try and keep gray squirrels below uh and there was quite uh, quite a few reds well we see reds we've got a lot of red squirrels around here but there was a picture taken at the house of dunn which is just literally just very close to here uh recently which showed them on the other side of this protection line but i have actually seen them i i wasn't aware about of this um protection protection line until because i've I've seen them because i've seen gray squirrels before so I, I'm surprised it become it's it's 
such a surprise to these um to, to the people i'm not actually, uh, i don't know who the organization no, was it wasn't. but I, i'm I, i'm it shouldn't have come as much of a surprise because i've certainly seen them yeah. before uh but where you know wherever we see them we we try and shoot them yeah exactly. uh, or trap them because uh we want to keep our native gray squirrels alive and they are a massive threat red to that. squirrels we, barn. Oh, sorry native red squirrels alive <laughs> slip of the tongue uh because there it is a the gray squirrels are a massive threat to them and it's something that we did discuss we in have some detail that. in a previous podcast it uh, was the one the that chris packham one chris packham one where because, he mentions that we should well, he, he was quite happy for gray squirrels to wipe out the reds so uh we do discuss yeah, that so check that out. that's on our second yeah so second. if you agree or disagree with the idea that uh grace should m- carry on their merry way and wipe out uh, or be part of the reason that red squirrels are being wiped out then go and check out that podcast because it's an interesting chat it is now to some actually really sad news yeah um the british explorer henry worsley has passed away doing an antarctic a solo a solo the first why well, he was going to be the first ever solo ex um person to do that um, expedition and and from what I've read, he unfortunately passed away thirty miles from the end. Yeah, through uh, massive internal organ failure. So I don't think there's any more details than that right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, incredibly inc- ex um, army officer yeah. and expo- uh, modern and day explorer was, and incredibly. Sad. He was following in Shackleton, Shackleton's footsteps. That's what he was trying to achieve for the hundredth anniversary of the Shackleton's expedition, which incidentally. Uh, someone we've had on the podcast, Chris, who's there right now, doing exactly the same with thing the Navy. with the Navy. He's not doing it solo, though. He's doing it with other people. I'm not taking anything away from, from that not, because doing it at all in any capacity an is uh, amazing. So if you want to hear Chris talking about the expedition that they're doing, uh, then go and check out our, podcast. Early, our earlier podcast. We think it's podcast four. We think so. Yeah, but anyway, you'll see it because it says Antarctica on the the title, so you you can check out that podcast. And we are going to get updates from Chris. Uh, yeah, he said he was going to, if he can, he's going to try and send us some updates. So when we come out with uh, our new podcast, we'll see if we can add the updates. But certainly, we'll add any updates to his expedition. Well, the, the expedition that he's on on our social media feeds on on Facebook and what have you. Yeah, exactly. Now to on to other things, Byron. I wanted to bring up this has just happened. The whales being washed yeah. up in Skegness. Yes, there's so, well, another one's just been washed up from my belief. There's you remember f- what it was? It was sperm whale. Sperm whales, yes. Yeah. So they're washed up on the beach. And what I wanted to discuss was not really why they washed up, because I imagine there'll be someone working working on that right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think they're hundred percent sure. No, they're but it does happen. It does it does happen. Uh but we want to discuss public reaction to something like this and this is this is just a discussion just you know we'd like to hear what you guys yeah we'd like to on what we're away to say basically because so these whales are washed up on the beach fascinating creatures if you've ever seen them in the wild absolutely monstrous it's it's strange to think that something so big lives in our oceans it is it is amazing and what what's been happening is that there's hundreds and hundreds of people going down to the beach and they're all taking selfies with this, smiling away um, at this dead carcass. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's absolutely fascinating to go and see it. I'd love to go and look at it just out of curiosity. The point that we're bringing up is, why is it acceptable to take your kids and yourself and go and take happy, smiley um, selfies and pictures next to this magnificent creature 
when on the other hand you would probably be heavily criticized for let's say a lion or a panda i'm just giving examples here because it's cute and fluffy was lying decomposing somewhere and you're taking selfies next to this decomposing smiling. panda smiling <clears throat> why why is it acceptable for one and what the not the other and, and more than that it, it's they've actually been graffitied haven't they? yes they have so someone has spray painted the whales uh with the green peace sign or the peace sign yeah. um saying like humans did this well, why are you spray painting the whale? It's a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, I think massively, massively disrespectful. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting point how we treat some animals and and the the comparison between how we treat one animal and another. You know, we seem uh, we we treat um, animals and fish that live mammals and fish. I mean, that's, that's a mammal. That, no, I know that's what yeah. I'm mammals and fish that live in the water. Yeah. Very well, different. The vast majority of fish live in the water. <laughs> we treat things that, creatures that live in water very differently to how we treat animals uh, above ground. And it's a, it's a strange uh, strange contradiction. There, there was also pictures, just uh, wrapping up the whale thing, there's also pictures being emerged that are going quite viral, actually, of a gentleman pulling out teeth of the whale and someone's taking a picture and saying name and shame this guy for oh, really for pulling out the the teeth of the whale I, and in fact there are they are actually dissecting the whales as well professional people are dissecting the whales to find out the cause of death and so on they they i, I think they do that with every big mammal that washes Washed up on the up, beach yeah. they, they go and find out because in fact we had um a sea turtle wash up on the beach during our massive storms here in um on the yeah, east coast a couple of weeks ago yeah. a couple of weeks ago and it gets cordoned off and then the appropriate authorities come and collect it and then they do autopsies on it but going back to you know he's yanking teeth out and now there's a social media campaign to name and shame this guy yanking teeth out what do you think do you think people should be allowed to yank teeth out of of this dead animal well i think Are you taking a trophy effectively well yeah i mean it's i think there are actually i thought laws. there was laws saying i think there are laws and i i'm not 100% up on them because it's not something i've ever done um, mm. But I think there are laws which mean that you can't do that. But I'd have to check that. Uh, uh, but I mean, I I, I, I personally wouldn't go and yank out the tooth of a whale that I just washed up on the beach. But if there was a complete skeleton of a whale washed up in the middle of nowhere, and there was just bits of it, yeah, I mean, and I, then I, you I, picked up a, a I, piece. I, I like I like collecting um, skulls and and bones and and artifacts. Not stuff that I've I've hunted or killed, but just because I I'm intrigued by by nature and how things are put together and and the differences between, say you know a fox and mm. you know yeah, a, yeah. A, um well anything else you could think or a rat a rat skull or I found a dead hedgehog once and I've got a, a dead hedgehog skull sitting in my in my collection there um and it's, it i mean it fascinates me so yeah i mean i have a, i have an interest in that but you 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 have to be careful with stuff that washes up on shore yes and what uh, the legalities are to that you do but i think if it's like gold or something i think you're you're welcome to it on the beach you know what, if gold washes up on shore i think i think so I think you are yeah, yeah. Oh, well that's one oh. because i, I have never found remember any that gold. massive that massive container ship came off the west coast um down south of england and, and motorbikes were washing mm. up and and people were just helping themselves they had to get a court injunction to stop, to people. stop people doing it that was a long time that ago. was a few years ago now <laughs> but moving on now america has banned lion trophies being yeah imported they've, they've banned, into the country. banned them from being imported not i can't remember what the date is but it's very soon 
there was it's I think it's within the next two weeks because there were a lot of people going to um, Africa after the shot show which finished last weekend for us for when we we're recording this now um, who were off to go and shoot their um, trophy, La- trophy trophy lines, lines in Africa so they could get it in before the date. But uh, I mean that is uh, that was maybe a discussion in itself, um, but it does open up the question as to what is going to be the consequences of that. And I would yes. think that the consequences, I don't have the numbers, but I, w- I can imagine that the vast majority of people that go and hunt lions in Africa are probably from America, or they certainly would have been a historically. High, a high uh, percentage. Certainly a high percentage yeah. will be. Um, just because, you know, they've got a, a lot of hunters in America. And uh, there are a lot of American clients that go to Africa. So the consequences of that will be that there will be less people going to hunt lions in Africa. And the the knock-on consequences of that will be that they will start to not have the same value. So it's going to be interesting to see what the effects of that are for lions in Africa. And I am very much um, of the opinion that the more value an animal has... Um, the greater the, the the chances of you being able to to protect it and, and manage it and save it, and there is certainly something to be said for for lion hunting in Africa and how that is actually um, saving lions in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, in order because money is coming in, and it is in the interest to protect um, the populations of lions and uh, manage them. To and this is true of any animal. To, that that you can that you can go and hunt, manage them to a level that is sustainable in the long term, because that is a a, a revenue stream. And the bottom line is, if if they have no value, they will become a pest because lions yeah. like to eat things, and the easy things to eat are cattle. Cattle, sheep. And there and are a lot goats. of lions killed in Africa every year because they are they are eating cattle, and as a result of killing that lion, absolutely nothing is going back. It's being killed by by local people uh, because they're taking livestock and there's no money coming back in. There's no management as a we, result we, of it. We, so talk about, we talk about this with Michaela. Yeah, in, we do. In, in, a, few in weeks uh, time. a few weeks' time. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the outcome of that is. Um, and another spin-off to that is probably the next thing that was on your list. Indeed. Which is South Africa um, has not issued any licenses to hunt leopard yeah, so again, it's going to be a similar sort of story. That's a strange one because leopard hunting there has been closed in certain areas, like the Eastern Cape, for example. I know it's been closed for quite a number of years, and the ridiculous thing about it is that there's actually a lot of leopards there. And the reason for them closing it, um, apart from probably having an infiltration of um, you know, green-type influences in government, um, in a government that is incredibly corrupt anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. is if, you, that, if you want to call it a functioning government. Yeah, is that they they say that they because they're so secretive, they don't know what the numbers are. But, I mean, when, when I've been there, the, the evidence of leopards in some places I've been in the Eastern Cape is phenomenal. I've never seen such densities of leopards as there are there. So... I think uh, there's, I think FASA, the the Association for Professional Hunters in South Africa, are probably going to be fighting that, but it might be a bit of a lost cause. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. But those are the two kind of big big game stories to come out in this last week. Yeah. 
So we move on to uh, some videos and films we want to discuss. Now, yeah, a bit b- more lighthearted. B- yeah, it is. Now, Byron brought up a video. I have not actually seen it yet. He promises me it's good. And it's called Path of the Grey Owl by Ray Mears. Nonetheless. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's an exceptional piece of cinematography. It's such a great story. It's on YouTube. Um, Path of, uh, what did I say it was called? The Path of Grey Owl. You told me it was Path of Grey I think it's The Path okay. of Grey Owl. Wait, what's Grey, it on? Grey YouTube Owl, and Vimeo? Or Vimeo? Uh, certainly on YouTube. I'm not sure about yeah. Vimeo. But Grey Owl was actually a, um, a First Nation Indian. Except he wasn't a First Nation Indian because he was actually from England. Uh, but he went over there basically to, to join the, the First Nation people um, up in Canada. And it's the story about how he was one of the very early conservationists up there. Um, it's not in the normal sort of Ramirez style in terms of filming, which is kind of very factual documentary. It really is a beautiful piece of cinematography. I can't remember the name of the director, but uh, you're definitely going to have a look at it. Ramirez is brilliant, brilliant in it, and the story itself is fantastic. So it's a video well worth checking out. Now, talking about beautiful cinematography, in the last week I went to go and see The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Byron has not seen it. No. I was I was away. He was away, so he hasn't seen it, and he is going to go and see it. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not going to give anything away whatsoever because it's a, a beautifully filmed movie. It's about the fur trade. Mm. Um, I mean, I know a little bit about the story. In, the in story America. in itself is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's it's based on a true story. Uh, so the you can actually find out the true story if you want. Go and look online. I'm sure it'll be easier. But I'm not going to tell you about the story because no, because it might give us. But but you're basically saying go check it out and go watch it. Yeah, go. It's well, it's well worth. You know, the storyline is really good, but it's beautifully shot. So if you're into any kind of, if you enjoy looking at for cinematography and stuff like that, it's really well shot. And I hope Leo wins an Oscar for it because he certainly crawled his way through this one to like, like he's done in a few movies. He's been crawling his way to an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, but it, well, it, from the trailer I've seen, he literally was crawling. His way. <laughs> yeah, crawling his way to an Oscar. But, but uh, he's he's a. I don't know what his views on hunting are. I think they might actually be anti-hunting. But I I've never heard him say anything. But he is uh, a guy who speaks up a lot about conservation and saving yeah. the planet. Maybe we could get him on the podcast. I mean, we're already going to get Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt, Leo, you, you know, <laughs> we can <laughs> you're, try. You're, you're aiming high here. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, we, you, we've we, got Josh James on, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can, can please everyone turn off their phones? <laughs> Let's. Uh, Don't look at me. I think that was you. Oh, oh dearie it me! It was you. It, it? It, it is me. <laughs> yes. But we're going to move up because we're almost at the end here because this is our our short show for everyone. We're just going to talk about a few Facebook pages that people should maybe check out. Yeah, um, if you are into hunting in particular, then. There's a Facebook page called Hunting, just Hunting. Just search that, and you'll find it. it's actually it's got a little um, the profile picture is a you can see the end of a or the the open end of a shotgun. Yeah, uh, it's a really great page. The quality of content on there is just quite phenomenal. I mean, the pictures are fantastic. Yeah, the it's, stories it's are great. Always really high quality content on there. Yeah, it's it it's got about 170,000 people following it right now. It deserves a lot more because it's 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 a superb page and. There's a lot of historical stuff on there as well. I mean, I learn a lot just by seeing that in my feed. I've actually favorited that so it comes to the top of my feed, which is something you should do to all the pages, including ours, uh, that you like to uh, that you like to follow, is go and favorite them so they come to the top of yes, your news feed. Yes, indeed. 
But I think that's... Oh, I thought you were going to... There's no other pages you wanted to mention? Uh, should we mention a few other pages? Well, um, I, I've started listening to a podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. He's worth checking out. You are out. mentioning another podcast. Yeah, he's... No, uh, don't, don't shy away from ours. He, he's quite a... He's a bit of a controversial character. He, he is. He's a hunter, actually. Um, but he's also a UFC commentator and a stand-up comedian. So he's got... He's, <laughs> so he's got, got a few things in the bag. And he does get some very big guests. Oh, on. yeah. He's had the likes of Jim Shockey... Um, He's had um, Solo Hunter on, along with I mean, Lan- I listened to one with Lance, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong the other yeah. day, which obviously was nothing to do with hunting and all about drugs. Uh, but it was a really <laughs> drugs and Lance Armstrong. <laughs> he doesn't. Do, he doesn't do drugs. <laughs> it was actually uh, it was a very very good podcast. But yeah, he's an interesting guy, and he puts up a lot of a um, lot of intriguing facts and figures on his Facebook page as well. Um, as well as his t- I don't really use Twitter, but he um, he d- he has a Twitter feed as well, which is good. I and mean, it's not just to do with hunting. In fact, the vast majority of it isn't to do with that, but it's interesting nonetheless. So he he's a, a podcast definitely worth checking out if you like that sort of thing. But not no, if you're is. not if you're easily offended no, because he no. drops a lot of f bombs. Though that's been happening more recently on our show. Our not show. by us though. No, not by us. But, but yeah. that's been happening more in, uh, on our show as well from our international guests. <laughs> Yeah. Um, in terms of other pages, um, Angus Glenn's Merlin Group. You should go and check that out. Uh, yep. We've been involved a little bit uh, in in the start of that in terms of video content. We made some some videos for them, which you should also go and have a yep, look at. Just type in uh, well, the Untold Story. The Untold Story. Driven any of them. Shooting. So Untold Story, Driven Grouse Shooting. Untold Story, The Modern Gamekeeper, and Untold Story, Merlin Biodiversity. Which, in fact, we we can talk about this for a minute. It makes me very sad. So a lot of a lot of work went into this film, not just by us, because we made well, the film. M- m- most of the work didn't it go. I mean, we did all the film work on it, but the work was actually the reports that were in yes, the film, so, which was over a lot of work. So over it was years. done by um, over three estates, mm-hmm. um, and basically they what I've completely mind blown. It was what um, are they called the people that look count ecologists. Ecologists. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, completely. So basically, they went and counted every species that they could find, and this this doesn't just include grouse. This is literally insects, um, insects, birds, mammals, anything you can anything you can think of. They count it, and, uh, ter- and also the actual habitat itself. Yeah, so it's also um, plants as well, and then they produce a report, but they don't just count it in one day. They don't just go, oh, well, I saw, you know, one hair. There's a lot of work goes into it. And 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 it's not just one person. There's there's many, many people that go. So they they go and count, and then then the reports were put out, and then we made this film. And my personal belief, not because I made the film, um, is that not enough people have watched it or shared it. Because there's some really great information Considering that that it is fact. This this isn't made up. And, And... and also, I like to think that the film is actually quite nicely made. There's some yeah. beautiful wildlife photography in it. Yeah, really that, that good. We, we didn't actually film ourselves. Uh, a friend of ours filmed. And so it's worth watching just to see. And it, if nothing else, it's worth sharing on any of yeah. the social media platforms that you use, if you do use them, just so that you can get the message out to maybe those people who don't know what's going on and maybe not that involved in the countryside, and especially for those people who think that all areas that are managed for hunting are just deserts. Yeah, barren wastelands. Um, you, you really need to share it because it is, it's so important. Um, and it, it, it is a, a, it's not a particularly long film. It's only 10 minutes long? I don't think it's even as uh, long as that. Maybe eight minutes it's long. It's actually, the sh- I think, one it's of the, the shortest, sh- the shortest one of the, the, the three. And uh, it's, it's pretty easy watching. And it was actually shown in the Scottish Parliament. It um, was, yep. 
Uh, actually, sh- yeah, it was shown in its it full glory. It was in inside Parliament, which is yeah. really, really cool, actually. Yeah. And uh, our other film, which was the Driven Grouse, the Driven Grouse, that was also shown to MSPs. As well, well. I, I don't. It was certainly mentioned, and it was also mentioned. It was also awesome, yeah, motion yeah. in Parliament, which is pretty cool. And th- that is that one is way by far our most popular. For some reason, people love Driven Grouse shooting or like watching. The, they like that film. I mean, that film was the behind the scenes of Driven Grouse shooting. It's sort of the the true story, if you like, the story that you don't hear. So if it, you want to know what's really going on, you need to go and watch it. It is. In fact, we've not really had a, a chance to really talk about that film. And it is raw and honest. There's no script. No, no. The, we we just did the interviews. You know, we we took these gamekeepers up on the hill with no prior question or priming, and we asked them. And that's and what came that, off that's what, of the That's head. what came out. Yeah. So... Mm. But anyway, we started that discussion because you need to go and check the Angus Glens Merlin Group yeah, Facebook page. That's why. Uh, because they, they have a lot of good content on it, especially if you live in the area that we live. Uh, but even if you the, live outside it, it's uh, they put a lot of they good stuff on it. They do put a lot. Of, and and there, there probably is a Merlin Group in your area as well. Yeah, there uh, probably Facebook. is. Yeah. So and there's, I, in fact, there's a Grampian Merlin Group just yeah, about Yes, there is a Grampian one. Um, uh, which is also going to be run by Leanne, who looks after the Angus Glens Merlin. Indeed. Now... We can't go through that and not talk about our films because this podcast and video is going to be out the week before the British Shooting Show. Oh, it is, yes, which is the premiere of our series, Into the Wilderness. It is indeed. I'm very excited about this. In fact, the next thing we need to do is uh, speak to uh, speak to the man who is going to be in charge of organizing the screen yep, so that people can watch it. We've been, we've been doing lots of editing behind me. You can see behind me here. That's one of the one of the screens. There's more screens that you can't see. Uh, sorry, I'm not even talking to my microphone anymore. Uh, there's more screens this way that you can't see that we've been doing lots of hard work, which we're going to continue to do lots of hard work on. Uh, and it's going to premiere at the British Shooting Show. So if you're there, hop along to the Vortex stand. Yeah, Vortex uh, the, or the, the Vortex I, stand. I, I, well. From my understanding, there should be hopefully in time, a press release from... Oh, yes. Yeah, there should be a press release on the British Shooting Show. From the British Shooting Show. About the release of the Yeah, with more details with the series. But we will be floating around as well. Me and Byron will be at the show. You'll see us... Black T-shirts. Black T-shirts. With our faces on the back. back. Uh, Say hello to us and, yeah, it'll be be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. It's not necessarily going to be the first episode that's been shown. So you you might have to wait. If you if you're not at the British Shooting Show, you might have to wait like three months to see that particular episode. Yeah. So well, just to finish this up, then. So the plan is, uh, we have currently filmed three of six episodes for the series. We are about to start filming episode four in a matter of days, actually, um, and we will be releasing the very first of them towards the end of February. Uh, yes. possibly the first week in March. We're not quite sure exactly. But th- thereafter, they'll be released one every four weeks. And if you want to see them first, you will have to subscribe to an online magazine. And we will give you the details of all the magazines that will be getting um, the exclusive this exclusively um, slightly nearer to the time. So but basically, but rest, rest assured... If you don't subscribe to the magazine... Oh, no, it's not a problem. Not a problem. You just have to wait one week longer. You just wait one week longer. But that's not to say you shouldn't go and check out the magazine because they are good magazines as well. But but we'll send you the details for those. So if you do want to see them... Send it to them personally. No. Though, Though saying that, We've actually started a mailing list. Oh, yeah, so we could actually So we can actually send it to you personally. So if you go on 
just type in Pace Productions UK. It'll be the probably the first website that comes up. And then when you go in there, you can see the Into the Wilderness tab. Click yeah. on that, and then you'll see mailing list. Yeah. And if you join the mailing list, then we can send you important stuff. We promise not to clutter your No, we your won't send stuff out very often. Unless it's unnecessary. So it's no, just, unless it's necessary. Sorry, unless it's necessary. We'll just send you stuff unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you can, you, you can do that. Um, but we will yeah, we'll provide all the information slightly closer to the time because we're still a good few weeks away from that yet. Uh, yes. but we are quite excited about the launch and we hope that uh, everybody's going to enjoy it because it is a bit, it is quite a lot different to anything that's out there at the moment certainly from this country and uh yeah it's uh, it's yeah well I'm not going to say any more because we just want you to enjoy it but if you do want to see or have an uh, a a slight idea of what it's going to be about we already have one trailer out we do um it's not very long it's, only, it's less than a minute but yeah, it, it? it's, it's it gives 40 you, seconds or something. It gives you an insight. Yeah. And in the next couple of weeks, probably actually very close to when this podcast actually goes out, there will be an extended trailer where you actually get to see a little bit more of us talking. Indeed. And if you want to, well, not just see it first, but be notified about that, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. And you'll see those films. So if you type in Pace Brothers Into the Wilderness, that's our YouTube channel. So check that out and that will have all our videos on it. All of our podcast videos, this one that you could be watching right now, are all migrating to a different YouTube channel. So Called Podcast. Pace, Pace Brothers Podcast. Pace Brothers Podcast. Um, we'll have more details up on here. But basically, from now on, all of the podcast shows will be on a separate channel to the series show, just to keep things separate and you can find stuff easier. That's that's the plan anyway. And it's the same on Facebook. So if you want to check out both our Facebook pages, do that. Give us a like on both of them. And don't forget to press the, the dots. Yes, to favorite it. To fav- and if you are a bit of a cinematic geek and you like watching stuff in super full HD and, and all you its can sumptuous it. glory, then check out Vimeo. Yeah, Vimeo. In fact, we encourage people to actually watch Vimeo instead of YouTube. There's no, there's no adverts there's, on it. There's no adverts, and it just looks better. Yeah, so it if does. You've it got, does. does look better. Yeah, if you if you've got the time. I mean, it takes about the same time as it would. It does. Be, yeah. You don't need to sign up or anything. No, like nothing. That. You just it's, go it's, on Vimeo. It's, it's a much. It's you, a really it's, nice yeah. platform, and it's a lot more cinematic type it, uh, it films. Going and on. like I was just saying, you can download it. So yeah, you could keep you, it. So you can keep it. Don't steal anything though, because we'll know. Oh, hang on. Yeah, so don't 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 steal anything and down download it and it means that when our series comes out you can actually just download it and watch it on your morning commute or don't don't, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> you're telling people to watch the series on their morning commute. They might, might, might go on a train. Oh, uh, okay. For, uh, just I don't ma- I don't mean prop it up uh, while you're driving. I was just thinking of all the accidents you're about to cause or people are trying to watch us on our series during no, their morning no, drive no, I'm to talking, work. I'm talking people that get on the train or uh, the tube okay, yeah. or or something like that. Yeah. Okay, right. We're not going to keep you any longer because this needs to be a short one. We're not. (laughs) We said it was going to be a short one and we'll try and keep it that way. So don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and on iTunes, leave a review. Please give us five stars. In fact, in fact, Byron, I feel like a competition. You didn't tell me about this. We're going to give something away, and we've given away some pretty cool stuff so far. So, over the next few weeks, uh, probably 
the next few weeks. We're not even going to give you a time. We're just going to... Uh, you know what we could... I, I'm not... We'd have to speak to Oliver at Fortis, but we can maybe give away one of the t-shirts. With, with our... Hey, that's an idea. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be okay. We'll... We'll, we'll, the t- no, we'll wash them <laughs> before we send them out, but we've the t-shirts that we'll be wearing at the... Uh, not the very ones, but because we, we've got spare ones, but the t-shirts that we'll be wearing at the British Shooting Show, we can give one of them away. As long as it's in... Uh, Smaller medium <laughs> because those are the only two sizes we've got. Yeah, that's true. Well, we we'll we'll give something away. We'll we'll sort something out. But so leave us a review, and uh, in the next few weeks we will pick. We'll pick somebody. We'll pick someone, and we will uh, we'll give you a prize. And uh, if you're at the British Shooting Show, then we might give you another prize. Yeah. We'll we'll see. There'll be a prize. We'll 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 think about the prizes. But leave us a review, five stars. You know you want to. Thank you very much for uh, listening. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon.